News Talk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling. Now, he was meant to be here with us in person, uh, but he uh, had a bit of an issue, I think, with his, with his flight. Uh, so Elliot Hughes kindly has gone to the studio in Dublin uh, and he joins me now. Elliot Hughes, he's the managing director of the Dingle Distillery and the Porterhouse Brewery, uh, director of the Porterhouse Bars. You're welcome to the executive chair. Cheers, Bobby. Thanks very much. Yeah, a uh, five-hour delay on the flight down to Dingle didn't really help this morning, but Go on, uh, unavoidable. Tell, yeah. us, tell us about how badly your day started then. Yeah, well, actually, it started worse for a couple other people in front of me who were on the flight ahead of me, leaving from the same gate. And as the door was closing on them, they decided they wouldn't let them board and uh, ruined their holiday down to Italy, which uh, <laughs> I felt oh, very, dear. very bad for them all together. Oh, together. my God. But I sat there for a couple of hours and eventually realised it was taken. I, it still hasn't taken off. I think it's due to take off at half two. So uh, <laughs> I oh, said good. I'd well, listen, here, we, so. we, we appreciate you, obviously, uh, you know, changing all your plans to be with us, Elliot. Uh, firstly, you might just tell us about the your, your business, uh, the Dingle Distillery and the Porterhouse Brewery, uh, two, two businesses that we know reasonably well. Yeah, I suppose, well, I suppose the Dingle Distillery comes from the, the Porterhouse Brewery and the wider Porterhouse Group altogether. The group effectively started in 1996 with our, with our bar and our brewery and we were micro brew pub. That grew over kind of the next 15 years with the addition of further pubs throughout the, the Celtic Tigers and a booming business. However, I suppose the thoughts and the direction of the, the founders changed, the founders being my father, uh, Oliver Hughes, and, and Liam Lehart, my, my cousin. They decided to, I suppose as they were getting a little bit older, their thoughts went from beer into whiskey. And, and although they wanted to continue running the, the bar and the brewery side of business, they wanted to look at a distillery as well. So that's effectively where the Dingle Distillery started, which is now in its 10th year. Uh, we're pleased to say, which I th- it seems like it's gone very, very quickly. We produce uh, Dingle Gin, which probably your listeners might, probably might know best. We produce Dingle Vodka. And of course, we produce Dingle Whiskey, which I suppose is slightly newer to the scene, just based on the fact that it's ageing criteria over the last few years. So that's only been with us really over the last five, six years, where we've actually yeah. been releasing whiskey. So, yeah. Uh, and again, uh, so it seems to be that well, I think we had three distilleries in the country. Now we've got over 30 um, but that there was a, a big push on gin, then vodka. And then I suppose as time goes on and, and the spirit matures, uh, um, we, 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 are we going to get a re- new renaissance now of Irish whiskey? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it was realistically, we saw, we saw gin, we saw vodka as, as a byproduct of what a lot of the distilleries would have done. Either people were purchasing in whiskey and selling that, or they were producing gin or vodka, and most people went one or the other, some, some a bit of both. But now I think, I think actually, don't mean to correct you, but I think it's about 45 distilleries we have in the island of Ireland now. Is that wow. Yeah, so it's a, I suppose we were number four coming in, and, and I say 10 years, and it's grown from four to 45, which is pretty impressive. But, for me, I suppose the Irish whiskey industry and, and you know, we had three fantastic distilleries in Cooley, Middleton and Bushmills. But, you know, there was a lack of variety in, in what people were doing. And, and that's not at the fault of them, it's the fault of a lack of competition within the industry. So I think now it's, it's fantastic to see what the likes of ourselves are doing, but also the likes of different distilleries throughout the country are doing different unique pieces, using different raw materials, uh, different mash bills throughout. Um, and it, it's an absolutely fantastic product. Yeah, I... I um, I, I knew your late father, Oliver Elliot. He was a great man and, and left a great legacy. Um, you you came into the business, I suppose, maybe a, a bit earlier than you expected, um, but you just you basically just took up the reins. But I'm really interested in the fact that, and people don't remember that, or maybe many don't remember that, in the 
early 80s, you know, you know, the, oh, the only uh, Guinness or stout that you could get, nobody brewed on site. And that was a, it was a huge first uh, for your group and for your company, spearheaded, as you said, uh, by your father and your uncle. But it's a great legacy, isn't it, that, that, that they really did something different and were successful at it. Yeah, it's fantastic. I go back to the same point, the whiskey point, it's, it's variety. I think it's it's always fantastic in an industry to see that variety. And, and I, don't, I don't quite go back that far, in fairness, and I don't remember the uh, the lack of variety with Stout in particular that, that you're talking about there. But I think, you know, what the guys did and, and what the likes of O'Hara's did at a similar time as well is has absolutely changed the industry. And now we see a huge number of craft beers. And, and it's starting to plateau the amount of breweries. And there's a couple closed over the last few years and, and previous guests have talked about, about COVID and the impact there so that that's a little bit disappointing to see it fall back a bit but I think you know where we are now to where we were in 1996 is a world apart but I think there's still a huge amount of improvement uh, that we can do I still walk into an awful lot of bars and, and you know still see the regulars there with, with not a lot of local and you know previous guests as well talked about buying local and Evan spoke about that and you know in the food industry we see it everywhere but I think in the drinks industry we see it in the off trade all of the time but in the on trade in, in the beer side of things it's it, it's still quite still quite limited what, how we can really support local and support small family run businesses Yeah and tell me this the, the, the big plan for the Dingle Distillery then uh, in terms of, is it around visitor centres? Is it around export, or is it a combination of both? Yeah, it's really a combination of both. I mean, I don't know if you've had the chance to to pop down. Uh, I would have liked to have shown you around if I if I managed to get down. But well, I hope to get there after the show. I didn't get there yesterday, but I hope <laughs> to get there after the show. Perfect. Well, at, at the moment, it is effectively a blue tin shed, so you know it's not too attractive. It was it was put up on a shoestring budget at the time just to get distilling. We had run small numbers of tours over previous years, but nothing official. We are in a, a, a planning process with on board planola about effectively knocking down the distillery and rebuilding it and creating a really uh, unique visitor centre there which would be a fabulous attraction for uh, Dingle as a town but also I suppose from a production point of view it's something we, we are quite small in comparison to, to our competitors nationally it is something I'm looking to improve and improve our capacity but with that I mean it's a real long term business you know when we're talking about we'll start producing increased volumes in maybe 2024 we won't really see that until the early 2030s so in the meantime it is about export it's also about the Irish market as well I think we can do an awful lot better within the Irish market of promoting our own whiskies and not just relying on the old stables. I think that's something that some people move too quickly into an export market, too too quickly into the United States without maybe looking at what's here closer to yeah. closer to home and also looking at the European market as well, which is something we're, we're really keen on looking at. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. And I think we can be very proud, you know, of the of the range of, of, of spirits that we have near that are produced indigenously. And do you see uh, another grave, great wave then of uh, Irish whiskey internationally? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Irish whiskey is growing at a phenomenal rate. I mean, certainly people are talking about effectively it'll be doubling in 2030 than it was in 2018, I think it is. So, I mean, Irish whiskey is, is massively growing and it is off the back. I mean, we call it spade a spade. It is off the back of Jameson and the fantastic growth that that has nationally that people have become aware of Irish whiskey. I mean, previously in the doldrums of Irish whiskey, kind of post kind of global depression, 1929, Irish whiskey was, you know, reduced to to, to almost nothing and Scotch completely yeah. overtook us. I mean, prior to that, Irish whiskey was significantly bigger than, than Scotch. So I think it's it's trying to reclaim our place at the top of the table. But, you know, we're all a little bit biased here and we maybe think Irish whiskey is a little bit bigger than it is. You know, we fall globally just around where Canadian whiskey does. You know, there's still a long way to go till we're hitting bourbon, <laughs> we're hitting Scotch. Well, listen, let's hope we get there. And it's, <laughs> I really appreciate you uh, changing your day to come and join us. Elliot Hughes, he's the managing director of the Dingle Distillery and the Porterhouse Brewery. He's 
He's also the director of Porterhouse Bars. Thanks so much, Elliot. Cheers, Bob. And we'll talk you. to you again soon. News Talks Executive Chair. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling.